Are you okay now? I am great, Grandma. How are you? I'm terrific. Okay, this is the status. First of all, I'm bringing two friends for Monday, okay. Monday night. So I need three tickets, but with the possibility of needing two more. Okay, when will you know if you need two more tickets besides the three that you need? I told them today that I really need to know. She said, if I don't, if you don't hear from me, that means I'm coming. Well, that's not good. Enough. Yeah, that what? Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. So uh, I'm, and I said, please call me. Well, she's waiting to speak to her husband. She hasn't, but she's. They live on in on Long Island, so it's a bit of a schlep for the eat for anything evening. Okay. But they're pretty good about doing it. Anyway, okay. I need three. Now I also need to know uh, the exact address, and if there, if you know of a restaurant that's decent in the area. So, are you thinking that you'll get dinner before or after the seven p.m. show? Before. Before. Okay. Um, yeah, we have to be too late. Okay, that's fine. So, why don't you give me a call um, tomorrow? You know, I'll be, okay. I'll be, I'll be working around figuring out how many tickets we kind of have left. But if you could just give me a call as soon as possible, uh, Saturday, Saturday, that'd be terrific. Cause we, we definitely have a few tickets left, but I'm not sure how many we're going to have, you know, close to showtime. But you have three, right? For sure. We have three right now, but just give me a call. And I'm going to get a good table. Yeah, absolutely. We'll put you at a good okay. table. Just get there, you know, like uh, 15 to 20 minutes before seven and um, we'll have a good table for you. But just give me a call and uh, we'll make sure that everything is in line. Okay. Fabulous. I'll call you tomorrow. What, when's a good time, morning or afternoon? I'll see your call. So I'll call you back. But morning or afternoon should be fine. Okay. Very good. Honey. Thank you so much. Okay. Love you. Bye. 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 It's Friday today, the day that I am recording this solo podcast. Hello, buen dia. Uh, Happy viernes, as they would say in Spanish, because Friday means viernes in Spanish or other way around, as I should say, viernes means Friday in Spanish. But guys, crazy ass weather this weekend and then more so even like the past 24 hours has been nuts. Flooding everywhere almost everywhere in the city it's crazy so like two or three months ago if you guys had listened to uh one of the podcast episodes the insurance agent like the rental insurance agent was reaching out to my parents because i guess i was on my parents rental insurance plan i'm not really sure how it works but the lady was badgering me a little bit just to sign up for the renter's insurance and i really was not into it. I was like, why should I pay $300 just for something that like, I'm totally not going to need, but watching all these TikToks and Instagrams, these, like these past couple days, it's been nuts seeing how much of flooding or how much flooding has been an issue in New York city, like all of the boroughs. And I would be super upset if all these electronics in the apartment got damaged by the flood. So thank God I did get renter's insurance. It was $300, but it seems like it would be worth it. I'm not sure like how, or actually, yeah, I think that the damage covers up to like a hundred thousand dollars, which like I, (laughs) I should be good with the electronics in here uh, being covered up to a hundred thousand dollars. So I'd recommend now renter's insurance for sure. You know, when you buy a home or buy a house apartment, whatever you get like regular 
insurance, homeowner's insurance, I guess. But insurance is just a part of life, right? You get life insurance when you're older so your kids don't, like, lose everything when you die or whatever. So I'm growing into believing in insurance more and more, even though it's a very lucrative industry and most people don't really ever need insurance. Guys, get your insurance. And if you're an insurance company and you're listening to this, I don't have an insurance sponsor, but if you'd like to be one, you let me know, tedjonesworthergmail.com. And guys, email in your questions. We have a a pretty funny email today that we're going to go over. But if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, whatever, tedjonesworthergmail.com, tedjonesworld on Instagram. And And also July 23rd, which is, I suppose, 11 days from today, we have a show on Friday night, 9.30 p.m. at Asylum NYC. If you guys were at that first Asylum show you'll know that it was crazy and it was only at 75 percent. so there are like 100 i don't know like 120 to 140 seats in there i'm not really sure but that show is going to be crazy so if you guys are in manhattan friday july 23rd 9 30 p.m you got to come to that show we have an amazing lineup eight comics there check the link in my instagram bio for that show in particular because both of these shows guys are going to be fantastic. Wimbledon, I called it so far, as we can see. You know, Championship Sunday will have been yesterday, but hopefully I'll be right. I called that Ashley Barty was going to win the women's title and Djokovic is going to win the men's title. So both of those people in the finals right now. So who knows? I could be right. But it's funny, like, when you guess that the two number one seeds are going to win the title, like, you know, I, I mean, how in depth did I have to check it out? Am I right, guys? I was just over at your boy, Julio Gallarotti's house, checking a little bit of Wimbledon because I don't have ESPN on my TV. I only have like the ESPN3 and ESPNU because I don't have Spectrum anymore or Verizon Fios. I just was not in the mood to be paying $160 a month for cable TV when the only thing that I would really even watch on TV is sports. You know, if there's like the basketball playoffs, which of course are on the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Suns, like I would watch that on ESPN. But besides like watching the basketball finals and tennis, I'm not really spending much time watching TV. Like, of course, I have uh, my dad's Netflix account. I have my sister's Hulu account. I have my ex-girlfriend's Amazon Prime TV account. But I have my the Amazon Prime TV account just because like, it's already signed in. I have my own Amazon Prime. Yes, I pay $14.14 a month for that. So that's like the one subscription I do have. I'm trying to figure out how to put my <laughs> my mom's YouTube TV account on the t- on the uh, on the TV that we got here in the studio. But like that is a little bit more difficult. I have to like confirm her password. She needs to go into Gmail and make sure that it's her and then type in and then get like another um, hacker safe form i don't know but like youtube tv by far is the hardest to sign into my dad's um hbo max account thank you very much so my tv bill is excuse me not so bad these days so it's not something that like i'm fully complaining about but grandma i'll see you and your two friends at the show that was my grandma on the top of the episode lovely young woman we'll see her at the show and grandma i'm sorry if you don't like the jokes that are um that are coming out of my mouth tonight, but hey, we gotta be inappropriate. People 
Love it. Guys, so the last vlog that I put out on Friday, Goldberg's Bagels, behind the scene. If you guys, behind the scenes, if you guys have not had a Goldberg's Bagel when you've been to Long Island or the Hamptons, you really got to try this bagel. I have said multiple times, I've been saying it on all airwaves, it's the best bagel in the entire world so you guys check it out um on the ted jones world youtube channel where hopefully you're watching this episode hello ted jones here as you can see but we went behind the scenes went into the kitchen followed around amanda goldberg for the day and that was a real treat thank you so much amanda goldberg the entire goldberg staff the whole goldberg's family we really had a blast and um hopefully we'll get amanda here on the ted jones couch soon excuse me ted jones world couch soon but we've had her on an episode previously i believe the episode that we had her on was like in the 50s so go back check out that episode after this one and see uh, what they've been dealing with since the start of the pandemic. Fortunately, they were never forced to close because they were, I'd say, a fast food business. I'm not saying, like, processed and shit like that, but, like, you'll get your food fast if you go there and there's not a a line of 50 people, which if you check this this video from Friday, you'll see that July 4th weekend at Goldberg's Famous Bagels was nuts, guys. It was nuts. So you're listening to me here by myself in the studio. We do this once a week, just Ted Jones here. And guys, on Thursday, we have a very special guest, a female guest. Actually, we don't have so many females on the Ted Jones World Couch, but we have a great guest coming on this Thursday. And um, you guys will love this episode, guarantee it. So check in to uh, the podcast on Thursday for that episode. So um, I wanted to talk, I guess, over about... to that show that I was speaking about the past two episodes when I've been solo here on the couch, Too Hot to Handle. So for those of you who don't know, this show is on Netflix and all these people are first interviewed before they get put on the show. Like, oh, how often do you party? How often do you have sex? Do you, uh, pl- like, are you a player? Like, asking all these questions that would presumably, if you're, ask- if you're answering these questions, it means that, like, you're about to go on a reality TV show where there's a lot of sex, partying, drinking, whatever it is. But this show in particular, I guess we're asking the people who are about to be on it, all of these questions just to completely throw them off. So this show, um, Too Hot to Handle, they have like 10 people on an island and people keep coming through uh, as the episodes progress, but 10 people on an island and you're not allowed to have any physical contact with anyone. So you're basically just stuck with this group of 10 to however many people it ends up being, 10 to let's say 16 people by the end of it for like six to eight weeks and you guys are not allowed to kiss, not allowed to do it. And as the time goes on, it just becomes harder and harder because you're just like sitting around really limited amount of alcohol, I'd say. Or maybe there is a good amount of alcohol. You know, I'm not really sure how the reality shows do it in terms of like having real alcohol, but it seems like sometimes these people are drinking alcohol. But they're on this island. Every time somebody kisses or has sex, there's like a penalty. So they start off with $100,000 in the pot. And every time somebody kisses or touches each other, has sex with each other, there's like a certain amount deducted from the pot so like everybody has to be on their best behavior no touching you johns and you hoo-ha nothing none of that so basically completely celibate for six to eight weeks and it's an interesting show i don't like so many reality shows but like this one in particular i'm telling you is a good show and i would recommend it if you guys like um those type of shows like a love island or whatever that's what i guess it kind of reminds me of just like people shirtless on a beach The entire time, you know, so um, you're trying to see (laughs) how much you can handle or who is too hot 
to handle. Guys, before we get to this listener email, and I'll get to it in a few minutes, it's funny that like the episodes that people really listen to in terms of like the Ted Jones World podcast and when I have uh, guests on has been Aang, who's like, a.k.a. Zach Tyler Eisen. So those of you who don't know Zach Tyler Eisen, he was the voice of Aang in the hit show on Netflix, Avatar, The Last Airbender. So he's like the main character of the cartoon voice. So in episode 42, we had him on uh, for the first time and I didn't watch the show. So classically, I had a ton of people in the comments who were super upset with me for not even watching the show, which I get it because like, This was Zach's first interview, episode 42. This was his first interview probably in like 10 years. Came out of the woodwork. Nobody knew where he was. And then boom, all of a sudden, the avatar is back. Aang is back in the mix. So I didn't watch the show and people were upset with me. So Zach was gracious enough to come back on the podcast after I binged all 60 episodes of Avatar, The Last Airbender on Netflix. Came back on on episode 88 and we really had a great time. Um, That video is up on YouTube, so check out episode 88 after this. But there are a lot of diehard Avatar The Last Airbender fans. You know, I don't know if I quite realize it, but it's like, it's a cult. You know, like when I was growing up, there was definitely cartoons that people would exclusively watch. I'd say that maybe like another cult that has came about was like a SpongeBob kind of, but like... maybe not even as much as this Avatar series. You know, like I think that the Avatar Last Airbender fan group is maybe stronger than SpongeBob. I don't know. I mean, tell me what cartoons you guys have watched in the past and like if you feel that there's like a massive fan group um, behind it. But like Aang in The Last Airbender, given that Aang was the main character, you know, the actual Avatar got a lot of slack in episode 42, so <laughs> watched, uh, as I said, all the episodes again, and then episode 88, Zach came through, and we had a terrific time. So I'm going to get to this email that we got here, listener email. By the way, guys, if you have a listener email, please send it in, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. But um, let's get to this one here. Okay, so the email's from Harry. Harry goes, I'm a big fan of the show in Australia. And I was hoping you can answer my questions. Nice. My first question is, are you a fan of the show Avatar The Last Airbender yourself? Are you still close with the writers of Avatar? And if so, why don't you ask slash convince them to make another Avatar series slash another spinoff of both shows? And then it says in parentheses, The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. So The Legend of Korra. One second. The Legend of Korra is a show that they also put on Netflix after the Avatar, Avatar The Last Airbender. So I guess it's like a sequence, a, um, excuse me, a second uh, show. What in a sequence? What did I call it? A sequel. That was silly. Okay. So The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra have been a great success. Following from the last interview, did you ever meet Serena Williams? My last question, could you please try and do slash imitate Aang's voice. Okay, thank you, Harry, very much for uh, writing in this email. Australia, great country. I would hope to visit it very soon. So your question for me, am I close with the writers of Avatar and why don't you convince them to make another Avatar series or a spinoff of both shows? So I am actually not 
um, in contact with the writers of Avatar in general. I just know Aang, Zach Tyler, oh, Eisen. Wow. So he agreed to come on the podcast, and I am not sure if he really even wants to do a um, another series of the Avatar Last Airbender. I'd, I'd have to ask him. We'd have to maybe get him on the couch again for part three. But I think he is pretty satisfied with how the series went. And also, the last time he voiced that character, guys, was no joke. Probably like 13 or 14 years ago. Yeah, when, when Zach was like 12 and 13 years old. He had done it for like three and a half years. And I think he kind of just likes uh, where his life is at right now. You know, like not really in voice acting. And if you look up Zach Tyler Eisen on Google, you'll see that he has had a number of voice acting um jobs in the past so he was a huge voice actor when he was a kid and i think that now he kind of just wants to pursue his own life and a lot of you guys have been asking me uh in previous like previous emails and such and dms like how i got in contact with him what's his email what's his instagram but i've spoken with zach and he for the most part wants to keep that to himself so i gotta respect the privacy guys but if you ask questions like this like harry did um via tedjonesworld at gmail.com i'll do my best to answer them but we really did have a uh, great time both of the episodes that zach came on did you ever meet serena williams in person no i myself have never met serena williams in the past i've been a player guest at the u.s open thanks to like christy on and megan shaughnessy two great uh, female tennis players. So I've been around Serena Williams before, definitely like within arm's length distance, but no, I have never met Serena Williams personally. And it says here, my last question, could you please try and do slash imitate Aang's voice? Okay. Um, <laughs> this is something that like, I've, I don't think I've ever really tried to do, but imitate Aang's voice. Oh, Katara. The, the legend of the the legend of the beast i don't know something like that i'm i'm really not good at imitating um cartoon characters but um harry thanks so much for writing in and guys don't forget to send in your emails i'll tell you for like a fifth time ted jones world at gmail.com so as you guys have maybe seen in the news recently ncaa the ncaa loosening their um their rules on how college players can get paid a lot of companies have just been hopping in the mix in terms of like sponsoring athletes, which is great. So one of the first athletes that I guess started to make money I saw was so like Master P's son who um, went to Tennessee State. Master P is um, a rapper who also used to play in uh, the NBA. He signed a $2 million deal with a company in terms of like getting endorsements from them, like a tech company. And Dave Portnoy, head of Barstool Sports, I guess, had athletes reaching out to them being like, yo, I want to be sponsored by you guys. How can I be sponsored? So I think that the Barstool Sports team is giving college players a bunch of merch. I don't know if they're signing contracts just yet, but this is moving a lot faster than I would have presumed. The NCAA saying that kids can get paid and get um, money based off their likeness. And this happened pretty quick. Like the next day, I think like a bunch of people signed uh contracts with what was it with like sports companies maybe with um agencies but we'll see this is going to be interesting i can't wait until we see the first college athlete making like 10 million dollars a year guys this is going to help the ncaa you know the ncaa for so many years trying not to have college athletes benefit off their likeness this is going to only help the ncaa you know what i mean because i can see 
athletes or whomever just that were staying for one year at like a Duke or UNC, they're going to want to stay for a couple years now if they can make real money, you know, especially if like the difference between your time in the NCAA and your first years in the NBA are kind of similar in terms of money. You're going to see more kids staying in college, staying in school. Maybe even if it's not for education, they're going to stick around because they're making real money. You know, who doesn't like money? You know what I'm saying? So I told you guys earlier about how I don't really have cable or anything. But speaking of not having cable and I guess people not really (laughs) being able to attend events, the Tokyo Olympics, guys, is not going to have fans. Tokyo, Japan just declared a state of emergency. So no fans at the Tokyo Olympics, which is crazy to me. You know, they have like the Delta variant that's becoming very prevalent and apparent there. And in New York, it's just like a different world. No masks, over 70%, over, excuse me, over 75% of the people have been vaccinated. So like Corona is barely even a thing over here anymore, guys. It's like, it's a new world. We had it so bad initially new york had it so bad like some of the worst in the entire world and now we're good it's like a different playing field so the tokyo uh, olympics not having any fans definitely a jam up but guys will still be able to watch it on tv <laughs> for those who have cable you know i'm sure it'll be on NB- nbc and um, a few other networks so i wanted to actually talk about the uh the olympics quickly here because a sprinter was not able to compete in the Olympics. She actually won the 100-meter final on day two of the 2020 U.S. Olympic track and field team trials. But Shikari Richardson failed the drug test before the Tokyo Olympics. So I have a few thoughts on this. Granted, um, I think I am, maybe I'm like one of the people who understands where you know where she's coming from you know she knew that if she smoked weed at this particular time there was a chance that she was going to get tested and she was going to get in trouble for it weed obviously is not a performance enhancing drug as i believe almost everyone could agree on but granted i mean i smoked weed and i got in trouble by the youth i got in trouble by yukon I got in trouble by UConn for smoking weed. I got in trouble by the tennis team. But, like, that's just because, like, that was the rules. You know, while weed, excuse me, while weed is legal in a lot of states, guys, this wasn't an appropriate time to smoke weed. Sakari Richardson, the fastest woman, I mean, in a long time, 21 years old, too. So we got we to gotta loosen up on the weed regulations for sure. But at the same time, if you know you're going to be tested for weed and you want to compete in the Olympics where weed isn't legal or it's, you're not allowed to smoke weed, you got to be careful. You always got to be careful, guys. You know, like even on more jobs that are being put out today, people are saying that they're not going to test for weed and stuff like that. That's great. Of course, the world's moving forward. Weed doesn't even really matter. Weed is like smoking a joint is like having a glass of wine. Besides the fact that maybe some people will get paranoid. It's not a performance enhancing drug. Marijuana, obviously, is not. So, guys, my uh, last words (laughs) to you here on episode 151. Be careful. 
do what you got to do. Come to the next show Friday, July 23rd at Asylum NYC. Okay. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And we'll see you next time. Peace.